0: Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made-in-Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at divineshirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. Alright, welcome to Wish Police Radio. I'm here talking about uh, something a little different today. I, as people who listen to the show and have been for a long time know, I like to try and uh, talk to as many different types of uh, local musicians and artists and people associated with the music scene, whether it's from people making posters or booking shows or, you know, really any aspect of, of Winnipeg and Manitoba music. And so on this episode, we're talking about a festival. And I've done a few episodes about festivals over the years. Uh, this one is a fairly new one to me. I feel like I heard about this festival uh, through a ship posting forum <laughs> on social media. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get into that. But I think that the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and just give a bit of background about what it is we're talking about today.
2: Um, so, yeah, um, my name is Zach Vanderuft. Um. I've uh, been working with a, a group that's kind of evolved um, from kind of a group of friends into a festival animation group uh, and then into a festival over probably about the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, friends a lot longer than that I suppose um, but uh, yeah um, well, so
0: and I guess the reason we're talking now is that you know the the this year's version of the festival is coming up uh, very soon from the time we're recording this so um, yeah. I guess maybe let's start with that what are the details of, of gentle fest this year
2: um, so it's uh, a three-day festival um, music usually starts around six o'clock on Friday and goes until about 435 on Sunday um, you know, it doesn't go all night, but uh, um, you know, there's probably about twenty-five or thirty acts. So,
0: yeah, and I was looking at the lineup, and I mean, it seems like it's it's a pretty good mix of of, of artists from the from the community here. I mean, you seem to have uh, yeah
2: done a good I job. Mean, that's with... that's definitely something I try to do quite a bit, um, just because I. Um, I'm of the opinion there are no bad genres, only bad songs.
0: Yeah, no, I like so. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, agreed, um, agreed. So, who are yeah, some yeah. of the kind of the the, the highlights uh, on the bill this year?
2: Um, I mean, not to play favorites, I suppose, but uh, there's a, there's a couple artists that I've been um, soliciting to play the festival for a number of years now. Um, th- that would be, um, you know, Vikings, um, Amichan um Vox Populi um but honestly um because there's quite a bit of variation between the styles Yeah. I wouldn't say there's any one particular one, um group that I'm like kind of most excited to see this year.
0: Okay. No, fair enough. Um so I guess like one of the things that, that sort of happened, uh, obviously the pandemic kind of put a, uh, a stop to this for a few years, but it seems like over the past maybe five or six years uh, or more, Manitoba has been sort of generating all of these little festivals have been sprouting up, which is awesome. Uh, you know, whether they're focused on a different style of music, a specific style of music, or whether it's kind of, a you know, a variety thing like what you're doing. and. Mm-hmm. Where where is this actually happening? Because this seems like it's one of those other places where it's just this spot on the map that, that people who aren't really in the know hadn't heard about before and didn't realize a festival could be happening there. And it seems like those are sort of happening a lot. I mean, I guess the, the, the most uh, well-known one like that would be Rainbow Trout where they just sort of found a, a really cool spot to do a festival and now they've been going oh. strong for like a decade, right? So w- where is this one actually happening?
2: So this one's actually hosted um, at uh, Ignite Retreats just outside of Toulon. Okay, um, okay. Which also has actually played host to, or plays host to a number of other festivals as well. Um, they did, um, or they 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 host uh, Real Love Summer festival. Okay, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as well as they used to do, like the property owners are are uh, pretty good friends of mine. Uh, they used to host kind of like a wellness uh, and yoga type okay. festival out there called I Am Festival.
0: Right, I remember hearing about that at the time too. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess that helps because you have the infrastructure there to sort of make something happen already. Right, yeah. you're not starting completely from scratch.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and you know, we 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 work with uh, with the landowners there um, to uh, kind of over over years build up the infrastructure that's there as well. So
0: okay, okay. Well, and definitely,
2: so it definitely helps if if you know we're not the only event that's being hosted there. Totally, yeah. Allows uh, multiple groups to kind of pull the, the you know, the, the, uh, the energy and talents of their communities. Yeah, well,
0: and kind of a, I guess a, a brother question to what what I was talking about earlier about sort of. Uh, is like what i guess why why make this festival well you know because there are so many festivals happening and it's obviously a great thing for manitoba to to continually growing and having more opportunities to see live music like of course that's a positive but what did you see that was maybe missing when when this was started what what kind of void were you trying to fill uh with this festival
2: um i mean to be perfectly honest with you uh it was kind of twofold so as i mentioned um we kind of started out doing like um uh, kind of following the footsteps of of groups like the Castle Boys back in the day okay. at Folk Fest. Um, so <clears throat> I had done some smaller things, kind of more on my own own steam before twenty nineteen. Uh, but in twenty nineteen, we got accepted to the Winnipeg to Folk Fest um, to do a campground animation. Okay. So we built this big light up sunken ship thing that we called the uh, the HMS Penny Bottom which is a <laughs> bit of a long story. But um, yeah, and so I guess when the pandemic hit in 2020, we all kind of missed being able to do a festival or you know have a reason to build something cool and yeah. make art and hang out with our friends and enjoy music, etc. cetera.
0: So, um, so this is mainly just something you wanted to just just to stay involved in that kind of atmosphere right like that kind of uh, yeah
2: exactly and and you know the the festival the first year kind of started out as more of like um, you know not a lot of people knew about it because we could only have at the time i think it was a hundred people sure. gathering in an outdoor setting right so i think that first year something like 78 of the attendees were actually playing in the festival and then you know we had a crew of probably about 10 ish you know running all the logistics and then handful of people uh that were not musicians got to have a really good time in the, you know kind of the thick of the pandemic there
0: so how much is it that expanded now like you know how many people are you expecting at this year's festival
2: um I'm thinking something in the neighborhood of 400
0: or 450. Okay. Well, so that's a significant um, jump from, from obviously the yeah. pandemic numbers. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like the first, the first two years that we did it, were still, you know, we were still dealing with, um, pandemic restrictions. Um, and then last year I would say it was kind of, um, it was, it was the first year that we are have kind of moved into like a more public facing, um, event.
0: Okay. And what was the, uh, like, how successful was that once you once you opened it up? W- was there a lot of uh, interest in that? Because that would have been right around the time people were, like, sort of getting happy about the fact that they could go to shows at all, right? I mean, that was just, yeah, it was sure. like a novelty again.
2: Yeah, I think we had probably just shy of 400 okay. last okay. year. So pretty comparable numbers. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so like, like I said at the beginning, the way I heard about this is from some uh, Facebook group uh, where people are just posting yeah. memes and I had no idea that it was connected to any kind of an event, but it seemed like, you know, people kept talking about this, this, this gentle fest thing. And so, I mean, it, it, did that sort of community, not necessarily that, that group or anything, but I mean, the community of people online sort of lamenting the pandemic and, and, and trying to find ways to, to stay connected. Did that help sort of bolster this thing um, during the time um, when you couldn't do it?
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, I would say that, um, you know, um, that meme group, I would say, uh, in a lot of ways, and I think for a lot of people that are are involved in it and still involved uh, with it today, um, I think that it helped a lot of people deal with the kind of collective trauma that was involved with going through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely did get the opportunity to meet in person and make some new friends, um, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is that there's a good chunk of that community as well, that, um, were friends of mine also going into, um, you know, into that time.
0: Right. So they could, they would have had some knowledge of what you're doing anyway and that that helps it grow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So like, all, all the administrators uh, are are people that are friends of mine. So
0: yeah, yeah. work has gone into this and the reason i ask this is because you know many years ago back in the early to mid 2000s i was involved in the winnipeg sky and reggae festival and we were putting on shows oh. like all over downtown and uh, in the exchange and stuff and that was a it was a ridiculous amount of work for a bunch mm-hmm. of volunteers and i imagine i mean this is uh, a whole other thing and that's a separate location outside the city you're you have established infrastructure but it's not really like going to the west end cultural center or something i mean you have this venue that you're you know sort of putting together there H- how much planning has gone into uh putting this on this year.
2: Um honestly, um I would say uh, I mean there are there are busier and less busy times of year. Um because we usually do do a couple of events um throughout the year as well. Um usually two, probably looking at doing a little bit more this year okay. uh and and going into next year. Um but I would say Yeah. Like I would say almost as soon as the festival ends, we're already thinking about next year. Um, and then from kind of February, um, onwards it just kind of escalates until like right now, (laughs) pretty much all my free time outside of work is, you know, doing one thing, one thing or another for the festival or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. How many of you are involved like in, in actually running the festival?
2: Um, so the first two years, I think we had, we had a volunteer team of probably about between 10 and 15. Um, and this year I'd say our admin team is closer to like 2025. 20,
0: okay. Okay.
2: Can get, can get unwieldy. Um, at times meetings take a while now, <laughs> but, um, after the second year, I think a lot of us kind of realized that, uh, that we needed to be able to delegate a little bit more if we were going to actually make an honest go of this thing, so...
0: Yeah. Well, and they can kind of take on a momentum of its own, too, right? If you start getting people uh, knowing about it and and coming one year they want to keep coming back, the next year's, and that hopefully just snowballs yeah. it, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: 100%. Are the are the artists performing, is that selected by by you and the other people organizing it, or is there, like, a submission process? How do you choose the, the bands, other than just ones you want to hear?
2: Um, It's a little bit of both. Um you know like in it like the first two years and uh well and even i would say mostly last year um i've kind of taken the 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 lead on on doing the curation
1: okay
2: um we've we've brought in a couple uh of the other um admin team members this year as well also just for you know if i fall off a roof and break a leg like Somebody else on the team needs to be able to do my job, right? <laughs> yeah, you need to back backup.
0: You need to understudy, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I mean the first couple of years um you know, we were we were operating with virtually no budget. Um most of the people that were performing were people that were my friends from, you know, being playing in bands and and uh you know, just generally being around the local yeah. music scene. Um, so, I mean, I would say there still is a fair amount of that, but, uh, last year we had our submission, pro- uh, submission form that we did, um, so that anybody could, you know, uh, put in, toss their hat into the rings, so to speak for, um, to get booked at the festival. And last year we had about 45 submissions and cool. this year, I think we had like 170
0: Wow, so, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's that's really yeah. so good. Did did you discover uh, any uh, any really cool stuff that you were that was new to you through that process?
2: It, yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that um, that I struggled with this year a little bit um, was just there were so many acts that I wanted to book and not enough time in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially because um, you know, kind of making the point of how the festival is booked being like a big variety of genres that also means that there's a lot more different types of acts that will be applying right
0: for sure yeah they'll, they'll see that some other band like them has participated before and then maybe think oh this this could fit what i do and yeah
2: yeah exactly
0: are there are there sort of um local bands that you've you kind of have your eye on as, as someone you'd love to get at the, sh- at the festival in the future? Or <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Do you have like a yeah. wish
0: list or, or something like that?
2: I do. I do. I don't know how much I want to talk
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess, maybe, okay. Maybe if you don't want to, if you don't want, you don't have to name names, but um, like, do you, have you pursued bands that you've really wanted to see and sort of uh, tr- tried to convince them to, to come and play at this thing?
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Like I was saying, um, bands this year, like there was actually kind of several that I had been pursuing for a number of years. Um, Sebastian Owl doing a, a re- reunion yeah, show was yeah. one of them. I had, been, I had been asking those guys who are, are all good friends of mine um, to do a reunion show for a number of years, and we actually we actually made it happen by uh, uh, organizing to fly uh, Logan McKillop in from the Yukon
0: oh so. wow that's yeah <laughs> that, that that'll work i guess right if you have to yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. go through the trouble so, of flying in it, in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay you get the, get the last piece of, of the puzzle but yeah um ami chan vox populi vikings yeah um i'm sure a few others that that i'm forgetting uh, right at this moment but uh there's there's a number of them that i've been communicating with and, and trying to make it work for for a couple of years um this year which um is awesome, but also like, again, talking about like how many great submissions I had this year that I have to kind of put off and hope that they want to come back next year. Or
0: right? that they can, or that their touring schedule or whatever will
2: yeah, right. fit in. Well, yeah. and that's, you know, that's, that's been, been part of it. Like, um, Vikings, um, I think one of the, one of the guys is also in another group, um, called Ash Halo. Okay. That's more okay. of like an electronic and dance um act and uh they played chambla this year and they've been oh. touring and doing festivals and stuff last year and I think the year before too if I'm not mistaken. So um yeah it just you know it doesn't always work with uh with with certain groups but uh persistence seems to be paying off so <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome <laughs>
0: Find out. Uh, well, actually, before I, before we get into the sort of uh, where people can get tickets and things like that, um you know, you mentioned earlier that you have this background in in, in campsite animations and, and, and things like that. What else is going on aside from the music at this festival? Because it does seem like with that kind of background, you probably have more happening than than strictly the music part.
2: Um. Yeah. Like we've got uh, we've got uh, a number of workshops that w- that we're doing. Um, we do life drawing. Okay. Um, a, a number of us, uh, in the community are visual artists or graphic designers or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, we're doing a yoga workshop. We've done a creative writing workshop in the past. Uh, I don't remember whether we're doing that again this year or not. Um, what else do we got? <laughs> uh, one of the functions of bringing in a larger team, uh, from the second year to the third year, and even adding some more people in um, this this past year, was that um, we've kind of, segmented things so i don't actually a hundred percent know what all of them are right off the top right
0: you have the stuff you're working on i didn't organize
2: or schedule them right so
0: right okay well then uh, maybe that leads to a better question is where can people find out what's going on find out who's playing if there's are there schedules available online uh info.
2: yeah so you can find um information um tickets uh, what we're doing for the rest of the year, um, other groups that we work with, et cetera, um, at our website at uh, thegentlefolk.com. Okay. Um, and
0: uh, And the Gentle Folk is the like kind of overarching... social
2: media as, as well, right? Like uh, Instagram, Facebook. Right. Uh, we're so, not on TikTok yet, but...
0: <laughs> well, eventually, right? But when, well, once the festival gets big enough, you can <laughs> venture on all the yeah. other ones. Um, but... <laughs> So the gentle folk is kind of like what the overarching group of people who are involved in putting yeah. this on that sort of were there from the beginning or
2: yeah 100 percent. um like we we kind of had a uh a penchant for really long mouthful names um and uh i think it was kind of even before we um had done our first animation um as that group we were called theodore h penny bottoms camp for gentle folk.
0: Okay. So you just cut off all the extra words at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah,
2: yeah. And even the first festival that we did was we had some stupid long acronym for it, but it was like, um, the gentle folk present a 2020 festival of music and art.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> so now you've just, yeah, you've, you simplified it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I find what happens is other people simplify it and then we just kind of
0: you go with you're wrong with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you mentioned earlier too that you, you had so many artists submitting wanting to be in there i imagine there there's quite a bit of demand uh to go to this as well are there a lot of tickets available is it, i mean do you have a limited it sounds like you have a limited uh, sort of capacity for it right
2: yeah i mean um one of the things with uh with our um with our strategy is um reasonable growth okay. um and one that uh that allows the community to still um have that same level of like, um, comfort and familiarity. Right. Cause like being that it started during the pandemic, um, and there were, there was a number of festivals that kind of small festivals or kind of one off festivals that popped up during that time yeah. that, were, um, you know, had that kind of more intimate feel.
0: Well, um, and there were some larger ones that failed too. Like some, some really big ones that they just like, you know, didn't even happen during that time. Yeah. So yeah, I think the no, smaller ones true. succeeded. Because of that intimacy, yeah.
2: Well, and and you know, well, and also just kind of the grassroots nature of it too. Um, you know, I think that there's, uh, I think there's, there's a number of festivals um, that have kind of sprung up for a couple of years and then and then kind of gone by the wayside in Manitoba because, well, I mean, there's obviously there's can be a lot of different reasons, and this is just speculation on my point, uh, my part. Um, but I think that. Um, fostering the local stuff and support for the local acts is really important um you know you can bring in you know big headliners that cost lots of money but it only takes one or two festival or one or two festivals um where you blow a whole bunch of money on it and then you don't get the turnout that you're looking for and then you're done right
0: Right, so. or, or or you don't get enough word of mouth, or, or something else goes yeah. wrong, and yeah, exactly. One of the headliners can't make it. The plane gets uh, delayed. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, there's a benefit to to going local for sure.
2: Yeah, and and you know that's not to say that we. I mean, we don't have just local acts uh, at the festival this year. We've got a couple bands that are coming in from BC, uh, like I mentioned, Logan McKillop's coming in from the Yukon. Yes. Yeah. Um, we've got a band in from Niagara Falls this year. Um, so it's it's kind of it's a balancing act in that way right um yeah
0: no that makes that makes sense for sure um one thing we haven't touched on is what are the dates of the festival because i mean at the time we're recording this this is coming up very soon um yeah. but you know let, let people know when they can uh, check us out
2: august 25th through 27th
0: okay and then they can go to the website get all the details they want about uh tickets and how to find it and who's playing and all that stuff that's correct awesome